This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. I want to welcome Laura Wong, and she is a management professor here at Wharton, and she's going to tell us about her new research, which has to do with investors using a gut feel to make decisions, uh, important investment decisions, and I think it's uh, based mostly on angel investors, uh, and it's a little bit counterintuitive. It's not quite what you would think uh, investors are relying on. So we're anxious to hear about that. So thank you for coming in. Hi, thanks for having me. I think that uh, the best way to get into it, this is to ask you to do a short summary of the of the arc of the paper. Sure. So what we found in this research was, well, actually, I'll step back a little bit. The, the origins of this paper was we were really interested in how investors make decisions. Um, and this one thing kept coming up, right? So they would talk about uh, the size of the market. They would talk about the product. Um, but investors kept coming back to, well, then I re- rely on my gut feel. Or then I invest based on my gut feel. Um, you know, I've even heard stories of investors kind of just saying, you know, I invest because I, I rub my tummy um, and that's how I make my investments. Not so, what we would have expected. Right, right. And so I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I thought it was really kind of critical to understand what is this gut feel that they're they're referring to. And so the paper really sought out first We what we wanted to do was to – do this investigation of what do investors actually mean when they say that they invest based on their gut feel. Um, And what we found actually was really fascinating was that not only do they use their gut feel to make their investments, um, but that there's actually a a, a practical reason, a reason for why they use their gut feel, and it makes sense in terms of looking at their outcomes and how effective they are. So one of the big findings of, of this paper in particular, and we're continuing on some follow-on work from here, but is that decisions are not all the same, right? We tend to think of decisions as being right or wrong, but in the entrepreneurial context, investors are very willing to be wrong. In fact, they know that they will be wrong on a lot of their investments. And so in terms of their gut feel, it doesn't actually make a difference in terms of being right or wrong on any one given investment decision that they're making. But it allows them to identify the home runs. When they rely on their gut feel, they may be wrong on a lot of different investments, but they're actually going to be able to be more likely to pinpoint that home run. So if we think about it in terms of baseball averages, right? So investors perhaps might have, um, if you're, If your goal is to have a very high batting average, your gut feel might not be as effective. But if you're willing to have a really low batting average but hit more home runs, then perhaps you want to rely on your gut feel. So this is partly a strategy that works because of the level of investment, meaning it's like very, very early stage when a lot of things aren't proven and you can't marshal all the evidence you would like uh, because because this is just a, a new thing, let's say. Exactly. It might be the big new thing. And, but it probably isn't, but, it, but you're, you're going to take a risk on it. Right. So we were looking at the very earliest stages of ventures, right? So we're looking at angel investors who typically are the first outside external form of financing for, for these entrepreneurs. And you're, you're at this stage where 
um, perhaps you you may have a prototype, or maybe you just have a glimmer of an idea. You're not exactly sure what the market is going to look like. There may not even be a market out there, and so there's lots of hard data. There's numbers and facts and figures that you're able to put down, but a lot of those numbers are based on. Estimates and hopes and dreams and guesses, and so that hard data is actually not as reliable to these investors as their own experience—the things that they're getting from their own mental schemas and prototypes and mental models that they that they have really developed through lots and lots of investments—and that's kind of where their gut feel is coming from, um, and that becomes a more reliable factor to them in kind of gauging where this is going to be, you know, in three years, five years, ten years down the line. So that's an interesting point. They're not just throwing darts at the dartboard; they're basing their decisions on a lot of experience, and so it's a sort of more of an educated guess. Let's right, say right, right. So you know, so we hear the term intuition and gut feel, and a lot of times we think about you know, oh, this is something where it's going to be something that's that's very biased, or it's going to be something that is、um, just based on on some arbitrary kind of thing. But their gut feel is actually based on years of experience.、Mm-hmm. Um, Investments that they've made that have gone well, that have gone poorly.、Um, so, so it's really something that is a a criteria that they rely upon, and that, in fact, has a basis for for this reliance. So, they're pretty good at this, or they wouldn't get to keep doing it. You know, it's it's funny. Some of them we've looked at.、Um, The the investors that we looked at in in one of our samples were, had all approximately around the same amount of experience, but we've also done studies where we looked at different levels of experience, right? Some that have maybe only been investors for five years, some that have been doing it for thirty five years,、okay. and you do get lots of variance. For example, we had one investor who, you know, he bought his house that he lives in now in Malibu off of one investment that he made, and he said, you know, sometimes I can tell within five to ten seconds of meeting somebody whether or not I'm going to invest in them, right? So there is a different, and there's other. Who do lots of due diligence,、mm-hmm. right? Due diligence probably for three months, six months, however long they do, and then they kind of say, "Well, you know, throughout the course of that, it was this, this, this judgment that I had at the very end of it that I, I used my my gut feeling to to make this investment." So there's there's all sorts of ranges of this. Uh, what are the key takeaways from your research? Would you say? I mean, I think one of the key takeaways is that this is a highly uncertain environment, right? There's extreme uncertainty in this environment, and so the way that we think about the ways in which we think about decisions are not going to be the same based on the different contexts, right? So, in the entrepreneurial investment context, here you're looking at this portfolio strategy, where we're not looking at was the decision a good one or not a good one. We're really looking at it in terms of I'm willing to have nine really bad. Investments that I make, in, and forsake that for one huge, one huge investment that turns into extremely profitable、um, investment for myself. Right. So there's this portfolio strategy, and so decision making is going to be different based on that.、Um, the other thing that I think was really、uh, an important takeaway from this is that there's different types of data out there. And the investor's gut feel is actually trumping the data behind business viability, right? So the hard data, so things around financials or market size or,、um, you know, product that their gut feel was a more important consideration to them than some of these other things, right? And so that kind of matters. It's not to say that those things don't matter,、um, but it's that there's lots of different considerations to consider, and we tend to have this very Economic-driven model of how investors should make decisions, when in fact perhaps we should consider these behavioral and micro-level influences. At least at that early stage. Yeah. 
And also, when you talk about they are maybe doing 10 investments and maybe one pays off, but in general, they're doing small stakes, right? They're not, they're not betting the farm on each one of these. Is that correct? Right. Relative to their, their net worth or mm-hmm. to their wealth, these are, these are small stakes, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it could be 20000 50000 um, that they're investing. Um, but we also are continuing to look at this in terms of follow-on investments. Do they continue to invest going forward? Um, if you look at some of the um, venture capitalists, right, the Sequoias of the world, right, they're going to have a very different sort of criteria different way of investing. So if you hit on one Instagram, that that's uh, even if it was only a $20,000 investment, you're, you're not doing too bad. Yeah. I mean, these extraordinarily profitable investments yeah. are returning things in spades. So, uh, Were there conclusions here that surprised you? I mean, we were a little bit surprised that gut feel had this kind of bifurcated result where mm-hmm. it doesn't actually necessarily help you identify what's going to bring you a return or not a return, but that it it does have this effect in terms of identifying those extraordinarily profitable investments. Um, you know, that was kind of surprising because it suggests that the way that we think about, you know, we hear lots of this type one, type two types of decision making, right? Do you rely on your intuition or do you rely on data? And it, it seems to suggest that there's room for both um, and that it's not quite that clear cut where where intuition is necessarily this bad thing. It does, it does also depend on your experience. It does depend on lots of other things. So what are some practical implications? So if you're an investor, Go with your gut, or <laughs> don't ignore your gut entirely. How would you? Uh, how would you come away with some? Uh, practical implications for you know investors. one way that I always that that I've always thought was interesting to think about this is you know I heard this quote at one point that was you know some people go with their their brain and some people go with their heart and before you decide whether to go with your brain or your heart you should decide whether you have a better heart or you have a better brain right and so it's a little bit of that right you want to think about you want to think about the criteria that you're using mm-hmm. you want to think about how you're making decisions but if you're perhaps um, a very very early investor in in terms of you maybe this is your first investment. You want to actually perhaps think about this and and, and triangulate and, and look at all of the different. Pieces you don't know of how data. good your gut right, is, right? Exactly, okay. exactly. So I think that that goes into it. Uh, uh, maybe this is an easy one, but what misperceptions would the public have about how this all works? Are they out there thinking this is entirely a rational process where we're just looking at the numbers and? And weighing things and then making the decision. Well, I think one of the one of the things you already touched upon is mm-hmm. that sometimes people will see this and they say, oh, "Okay, this the conclusion here is go with your gut, okay. right?" And that's not necessarily um, the main sort of takeaway that we would like. Mm-hmm. Gut feeling and the investor gut feel is is this very complicated sort of emotional cognitive sort of thing that's that's happening, um, and so so that's one thing to to kind of consider. The other thing is that it tends to suggest that there's this um, that that entrepreneurs can somehow game the system, right? That if you're able to present yourself in a certain way or cater in a mm. certain way that perhaps investors will then be somehow tricked into investing and in you. And so that's something that we're I'm doing a lot of follow-on research with some co-authors to to look at, you know, the the influence of, you know, the 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 impact of authenticity versus catering to what you think the investors want mm. and lots of implications for um, could there could this introduce bias, right? If if investors are investing based on what their gut feel is, could this maybe be a um, a shroud for them than investing based on their own biases or their own uh, sort of 
reasons that that they can it, it's this cover for for how they're actually investing and so these are all things that that I'd like to continue looking at because I think they're important to uncover and um, how does your research differ from other research in this area you know I think a lot of the research that has looked at entrepreneurial finance and the way that investment investors make decisions has been very macro has been m- much more economically driven, looking at these hard factors, right? And so this is really looking at those non-codifiable factors, these subtle signals and cues that are actually driving decision-making. And so a lot of times we look at these criteria and we're actually able to map them out and very quantifiably look at them. And so what we're trying to do is really take gut feel and and this this perhaps nebulous concept um, and quantify that um, and look at how are these how are these these subtle factors actually driving a very distinct process? And you've alluded to a couple of areas that you're going to look at next. Yeah. You were to sum up what you're going to do next with this with this line of thinking? Yeah, I think um, you know I, I'm really interested in all of these factors that are not necessarily um, these distinct factors that we typically think about. So like I said, these these subtle signals and cues and biases that might be driving important decisions um, and how that impacts both the decision making as well as the ultimate outcomes. Thanks for coming in. And Thanks so much. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.